1: Mighty are your miracles, we stand in awe of your holy name. Lord, we bow and worship you, awesome God. How great thou art, great thou art, you are God, mighty are. we stand in awe of your holy name, Lord we bow, Lord we bow, and worship, sing it one more time awesome god awesome god how great thank you lord jesus you are god morning, we enthrone your glory this morning. We enthrone your majesty this morning. We welcome you into this auditorium we say, come and have your way. come and take your place, your rightful place amongst us, Lord. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. We pray that Lord Jesus, you minister to us through your word. May the entrance of your word brings light in the mighty name of Jesus. And at the end of the day, we will be blessed and sanctified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, can you do it better unto the Lord? Amen. Not unto me, because I don't deserve no clap hands. Hallelujah. But it goes on to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Hallelujah. The Great I Am. Hallelujah. The Physician. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to worship him. Hallelujah. I really don't know why I'm standing here whilst L.P., Elaine, and Reverend Patrick is sitting down. <laughs> they said it's my turn. <laughs> it came as a shock. Hallelujah. I need to talk to Reverend about this because I thought none of them was going to be around, so in a way I said, okay, it's fine. But seeing them, i like why hallelujah but we thank god for such a powerful church amen for giving us this men and women of god hallelujah hallelujah reverend has to be somewhere amen and he has prepared a vessel for us this morning amen hallelujah and i'm just going to share what we already know amen so don't 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 mark me down a little bit hallelujah amen Hallelujah. I just want to share a little bit from our books that Bishop has written. Hallelujah. Amen. That what you will accomplish through suffering of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm preaching from losing, sacrificing, dying. Losing, suffering, sacrificing, and dying. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about what we will accomplish true suffering for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. A lot of times we believe that as Christians we are not supposed to go through any troubles, any problems, no afflictions. Some of us think that once you're a child of God or once you're a believer, everything is going to move on the way it's supposed to be. But it doesn't work like that. I mean if you've been a child of God for quite some time, you will understand, you'll attest with me that Things doesn't go the way we all expect it to be. Hallelujah. Amen. In fact, one lady once said that if God does not move by December, I will move. Hallelujah. And sometimes that is how we speak. It's like we expect things to be done at a certain time. We have become God of ourselves. We have put the Almighty in a box and we control him. That if I don't get married in this month, something is wrong. Hallelujah. But we are going to use the scriptures to encourage ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. I said we are going to use the scriptures to encourage ourselves this morning. Hallelujah. Because it's not easy to be a Christian and to be a child of God. It is not easy. And sometimes God allows certain things to come our way to test us. To see if you are really ready for the blessings that he's preparing for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is no blessing in our lives or that comes upon us without a test. Nobody will be successful in life without, first of all, having enemies. God, the Bible says in Psalm 23 that I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. So success only comes when you have these people around you. Hallelujah. And God never elevates us without a test. And until you pass that test, don't expect to move higher. Hallelujah, your amen is very weak this morning. Amen. Am I boring you already? Hallelujah, amen. amen. One enduring temptation is an accomplishment of the sufferings of Christ. Enduring temptations. What have you been through? <laughs> what have you been through? Shall we take a, a look at the scripture in Luke chapter four? Amen. Enduring temptation is an accomplishment of the sufferings of Christ. Luke 4, chapter 1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led into the wilderness to be what? Tempted. Not by anybody else, but by the Lord. Hallelujah. We will all believe that after praying and fasting, everything should be aligned with the purpose and the things of God. But it did not work like that for Christ. Hallelujah. After praying and fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, the job didn't come the way you expected it. You went, you did the interview all right, you were, you were promised, but they, they never called you. Hallelujah. Enduring that temptation, hallelujah, It's an accomplishment. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's an accomplishment. Whatever you are going through for the Lord is an accomplishment. Hallelujah. Verse 2. He said, being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Number 2. Enduring pressure is an accomplishment of the sufferings of Christ. Enduring pressure. Pressure pressure. You might have roommates that everybody's going on well, things are going on well with them, but except you. Things are not working for you. That is pressure. They are coming, I mean, when school reopens, you see people with nice shoes, nice bags, nice cars. My first time I saw uh, there's this car that came out I think in 2009, I believe. It was Dutch. It was like a a small coupe dodge. I hear that the Ligon people, sugar daddies were just buying them left and right for the, the, the students on campus. But you may be on campus and you don't have one. You come to school with, 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 with what? A taxi. Do you understand? Or your father drops you on campus. Amen. So you can go through such an affliction or such, such, such pressure thinking that God has abandoned you. But you are accomplishing something in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I say you are accomplishing something in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, verses 50. Enduring pressure is an accomplishment. When everybody else is getting married, last week or two weeks ago or three weeks, for the last month we've been having weddings back to back back to back. And you may be sitting down and thinking that, what does she have that I don't have? I even have better things that she has. (laughs) But I'm still sitting down. Hallelujah. It is an accomplishment for what you don't know. Hallelujah. I said it's an accomplishment. In due season, the Bible says that God shall answer your prayers. Amen. Luke chapter 12 verse 50. But I have A baptism to be baptized with, and how I am straightened till it be accomplished. Hallelujah. Amen. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8. For we will not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, we were pressed out of measure, above strength, in so much that we were despaired even of life. Have you been under pressure such that you wish you had dead? You wish you are not even in existence anymore. Because it's so hard. Things are so hard on you. Hallelujah. But you must be encouraged that it is an accomplishment. Hallelujah. I say you must encourage that it's an accomplishment. For the sufferings of Christ. Amen. Number three, enduring betrayal is an accomplishment of the sufferings of Christ. How many have been betrayed before? (laughs) Enduring betrayal. Hallelujah. It's an accomplishment. Matthew chapter 26, verse 21. Matthew 26, verse 21. And as they did it, he said, Verily I say unto you, That one of you shall betray me. One of you shall betray me. Next verse, please. And they were exceeding sorrowful, And began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? Sometimes you know exactly who is betraying you. And you must still put on a smiling face. And walk with this person? You you know very well what is going on behind the scenes. But you must still pretend you haven't seen it. It is an accomplishment. Hallelujah. It is in the Bible. Jesus went through the same. He went through the same. He knew that Judas was amongst them on the table. Hallelujah. But he endured that, that, that temptation. Hallelujah. I say he endured that temptation. Are you here with me this morning? Hallelujah. So, enduring temptation, enduring pressure is an accomplishment. Hallelujah. And enduring betrayal is also an accomplishment for Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Enduring long hours of prayer. Long hours of prayer. Prayer is such that Sometimes when you pray, you don't receive answers right away. Most of the time, you don't, receive pray, you don't receive answers, but you ought to pray. Long hours. We know the story of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane whilst he was praying for the cup to be taken away from him. The Bible said that he went three times. Thought that he had disciples to go with. Peter, James, and John. The three. But little did he know that the people could not withstand him. They could not endure the times of affliction with him. Hallelujah. Amen. And he prayed and prayed and prayed and the cup didn't turn away from him. Even the son of God. The only begotten son of God. So why is it that when we pray and sometimes our answers are delayed, we give up? We give up in Christ. That if God does not respond by December, <laughs> yeah, if God does not, one lady did not want to sing a particular song. And she was asked, why are you not singing a song? And her response was, why can I sing, how can I sing this song? When I have been betrayed and been denied several times, I have no beloved. I have no job. I am staying with somebody. Everybody else is moving on, except me. And you want me to sing this particular song as though everything else is working for me. And sometimes we are tempted because we go through the same things. And if you are not careful, even people around you that claim they are Christians will even make you feel more guilty. Yes. Hallelujah. You claim you go to church every Sunday, every weekday, all night you are there. And look, you are not doing well. You are not doing this. This is not happening to you. But if we believe the Bible, then you must know that even Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted. Hallelujah. Even Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the Lord. Hallelujah. So a lot of times, in order for you to achieve a certain height... In life, God expects you to go through some sort of affliction. Amen. The crown will never come to you easily. In order for me to get on this platform, I had to climb the stairs. And that is the work many of us are dodging. Hallelujah. So in order for us to receive the crown, there is something we must pay for. A price has to be paid. Amen. We must learn to speak like Job said. Even though he slays me, yet will I praise him. Hallelujah. Even though things delay in my life, yet will I praise the Lord. It might not come today, it might not come tomorrow, but I believe in whom I serve. Hallelujah. That he is faithful. Because delay does not mean denial. Oh, am I preaching to us this morning? Delay does not mean denial. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm here to encourage us, hallelujah. Because sometimes, pressures of life, things in life, can actually get you down. Can get you down. Down and down and down. You are in a classroom, everybody is making 95, 98, getting A's. You always get your result and you hide in your pocket. (laughs) But you are the most prayerful person amongst them. Yes, it's happened several times. You are the most prayerful amongst them. I remember when we were in school, high school, I mean, we are in the SU, by the grace of God. And my school, it was, it was forbidden to have SU. So we used to meet outside campus. We had to actually sneak out to go have fellowship, have men of God come in to preach to us. And if you are seen, you'll be dismissed. And we still had to have meetings every Sunday. And every Monday, there's a test. Every Monday, there's a test. Recently, one of my mates called me from some, nowhere. I didn't even know how they got my number. Called me, we were just talking and said, you know, those of us who were in the SU, we passed with good grades. Did you realize that? I said, I didn't know. He said, do you remember this guy, that guy, that guy? They all failed. They had to go back and resit the exam. I said, really? So, I'm here to encourage you, my friend, my brother, that whatever you are going through, I'm telling you, God has a way of rewarding you. Amen. Hallelujah. Because delay does not mean denial. I said delay does not mean denial. Amen. There's an interesting story about Zechariah, I think it's in Luke chapter. Zechariah and Elizabeth, when they had no child. Hallelujah. Ralph, can you help me with that scripture? I think it's in Luke chapter 4, something like that. No. Hallelujah. The Bible said that he kept to his task in the kingdom. He was a priest. First of all, he was a priest and he was married to a pastor's daughter. <laughs> so, between you and I, those people are not supposed to go through any afflictions. But the Bible said that they were barren. They had no child. Can we read from the verse 1, please? For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order to de- a declaration of those things which are most sure- surely believed among us, even as they delivered unto on them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. Hallelujah! It seemed good to me also, having had a perfect understanding of all things, from the very first, to, the, to write unto them, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus. Verse four. Is that the one we are reading? that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. There was in the days of Herod, king Jude, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias. He was a priest of the curse of Abia, and his wife was the daughters of Aaron. And we know that Aaron was a priest. And her name was Elizabeth. And they were both stricken. They were both righteous before God. Hallelujah. They were both, in fact, God has defined them as righteous people. The description on them is righteousness. They were righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord. You and I, we fall short. But these people, they were walking (laughs) blamelessly. Blameless. Hallelujah. And they had no child. And they had no child. Probably the one who is just sleeping around is having twins. Yeah, because it's happening. One lady was crying up onto her her pastor that, I've waited to be married at this age and I still have no child. But this my friend... Who was having abortions left and right when we we're in school has four children how can you explain such a situation because we always attribute things that we go through based on what we've done wrong but that is not how God that, you see, the ways of God is different from the way we think his ways are different from our ways hallelujah Bible said that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. So think about it. If you were, we were still sinning and Christ deal with us according to what we do, he would never die for us. But a lot of times, because you lost a job, you lost your job. Oh, this is the reason why you've lost your your, your marriage is dissolved because of this. Men will always find reasons to give. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But the ways of God, it's not our ways. Bible said as higher as the heaven is above the, the earth, so is his ways above our ways. Hallelujah. So there's no way you can understand God. The same God, he let the sun shine on both the good and the evil. I'm preaching. Because I've had people come to me before and say all kinds of things. But I'm not God. I can't judge you because of what you are going through. All that I can say is to encourage you to do the things of God and to press on. Hallelujah. The Bible says we should be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of God. We should be steadfast, not to give up in the things that we do or the things that doesn't work for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not because you have no job, you should desert the church. Not because things are not working for you, you should abandon your ministry. Not because you have an exam to write, you should not come and play the instrument. This guy was a priest. They had no child because the Bible says that Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in years. I mean, look at the description. And in those days, there were no, you know, technology, with sciences and all that, that now even 70-year-old woman can have a baby. There was, there was nothing like that. That description is telling you that it was dead, 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 dead. There was no hope coming from anywhere. But look at what happened to them. Next verse, please. Verse 8. I called, verse 8... Verse 8. And it came to pass. It's going to come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. There is always a time where it's going to come to pass. I said there's always going to be a time where it will come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, He never stopped. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense. To burn incense, his lot was to just to burn incense. Maybe yours is to arrange chairs. Maybe yours is to arrange instruments. Maybe yours is to play the the drums, or yours is to do something. His lot was just to burn incense. Hallelujah! When he went into the temple of the Lord, verse ten, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense, and the And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Hallelujah. Can you imagine if that particular day he refused? Because we all get there. That things are not working. I have applied to this. I mean, people, have you you prayed at all? Have you prayed? Have you fasted? Then fast enough, fast more. If you did three days drive, do seven days. Those are the numbers. Three, seven, 21 days. (laughs) Forty. You can do 40 days and 40 nights and still not have answers. But that should not let you give up. The Bible says that, and when Zachariah saw him, the angel, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. I see your angel coming soon. Hallelujah. I say, I see your angel coming soon. Because everybody is assigned an angel. Every one of us has an angel that responds to us in times of need and in times of trouble. And the good news is that God already knows tomorrow from today. So he knows the end from the beginning. And he knows what you need. And he has your answers prepared for you. Hallelujah. But the angel said unto him, fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife, Elizabeth, shall bear thee a son. And thou shalt call his name John. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know that the job that you have applied for, that you have not had no response for a long time, the call is coming. I said the call is coming soon. Hallelujah. And they will call you and ask you to tell them how much you want to be paid. Because it's possible. Hallelujah. They will ask you, do you have children? We will even pay for your nanny fees. It's possible. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that God rewarded Zachariah, Amen. He rewarded Zechariah for what he was doing. Hallelujah. May you not give up. I said, may you not give up. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 26, verse 39. Matthew chapter 26, verse 39. Look at this. Bible said and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying oh my father if it be possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as I will but as thou wilt hallelujah amen i'm talking about what enduring long prayers long hours of prayers it's an accomplishment Hallelujah. Another one is enduring sorrow is an accomplishment of the sufferings of Christ. Enduring sorrow. (laughs) It doesn't mean you should just go and be crying. But enduring sorrow is an accomplishment. Amen. Enduring sorrow. Let's read from the book of Job. Job from chapter one. I am being blessed. I don't know about you. Hallelujah. In fact, the whole night, I was just wondering what to share. I didn't know. I've been troubled the whole night. <laughs> I've been, tr- you can't tell, right? I've been troubled the whole night. Oh, oh they, are, they, are, they are lying. I don't believe them. <laughs> Hallelujah. I almost had a running stomach. <laughs> in fact, when I came and I saw this ebullient men and women of God sitting there, I'm like, why? Why me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. There, there was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job, and that man was perfect local. He was perfect and upright. Zachariah was what? Righteous before God. This one was perfect and upright and one that feared God and exchewed evil. <laughs> Look at the description. I mean, I don't know about you, but I fall short. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but he's upright, he's perfect, he eschews evil. Three things. These are the description that God has on him. That when you mention Auntie Michelle, for example, she is perfect, she is upright, she achieves evil. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. And there were born unto him seven sons. He had children. He had seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was 7,000 sheep. And 3,000 camels. This man was dusty. He was rich. He was wealthy. Next verse, please. And his sons went and feasted in their houses every one his day. And sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. So, if today they come to this, the firstborn's house, the next weekend they go to the next one. The next weekend they go to the next one. They were, they, they, there was party. In and out. Every weekend, there was something going on. And they will come. Friends will come and eat and drink. Hallelujah. And it was so when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. Verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. Satan also came among them. This guy had everything working out for him. He had a wife. He had a good home. He had children. He had all the things that we we are all striving for. He had them in abundance. Thousands of them. And there was feasting every weekend in his house. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and from, from going to and from in the earth, and from walking up and down. He's walking north, south, east, and west. And the Lord said unto unto Satan, has thou considered my servant Job? Has thou considered my servant Job? That there is none like him in the earth. I pray that God will have such a testimony about you. Hallelujah. God will have such a testimony about us that has thou considered my daughter, my son, that there is none upright like him. One that feared God and steward evil. Verse 9. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, That Job fear God for naught? Do you think he's coming to church because of nothing? It's because he has a beloved. It's because he has a job. But if that is mentioned among us Christians, then we have failed. If we come to church because of what we have, then what happens if we don't have them? Hallelujah. If we come to church because of what we will get, what if we don't get what we expect to get and on time? Does that fail us being Christians? Hallelujah. So the Bible says has not thou made an hedge about him? and about his house, and about all that he had on every side, thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. I see your substances increasing in the land. Hallelujah. Then the devil said to God, but put forth thy hand now and touch all that he had, and he will curse thee to thy face. He said, if you like, take the beloved away. Take the job away. Take the wife away. Take all the substance that that he has and see if he wouldn't curse you. And the Lord replied and said unto Satan, Behold, all that he had is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. He said, now I have the authority. And there was a day when his sons and his daughter you know the story. And everything was taken away. Everything, and he was stricken with boils that he could not even sit because boils, boils were from his head, the crown of his head, to the soles of his feet, every part of his body. God allowed him to be afflicted, to be tempted, to see whether he would desert him or not because there was a challenge. That The devil has thrown a challenge that this is the reason why this job you are bragging about is serving you. So God wanted to prove to the devil that this is not because of that. He is serving me because of the love that he has for me, not because of the material things. If you like, take them away and let's see what happens to him. Hallelujah. Amen. And there was a day when the So when Satan... So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the soles of his foot unto his crown. Wow. Verse 8. And he took him a pothead to scrap himself withal. And he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thy integrity? Dost thou, dost thou Retain thy integrity. Still retain thy integrity. Curse God and die. Beloved, it comes to a point where you want to throw in the towel. When you want to just give up and die. After all, what? But I'm here to assure you and to encourage you. Never give up. I said don't give up. Hallelujah. We all know the story. The Bible said that. He said even his friends deserted him, started saying all kinds of things. That cares God and die. Cares God and die. But Job remained, remained steadfast. Hallelujah. Trusting the, in the arms of God. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that, he said that, though he slays me, yet will I trust him. Can that be our story? Can that become our story? That though we don't have A, B, C, and D, we will still trust the Lord. Hallelujah. And this is what God is expecting of us. Hallelujah. That we are not coming to church because we've seen a brother in the house. We are not coming to church because we've seen a sister who can help us get our green card. Do you understand? Because people come to church for all kinds of reasons. We have come to church because we can make partners in the house of God. I hear there's a church, a branch where, in fact, after church, they sell cane Kenke and other things. It's like a marketplace after church. It's like you, you hear people asking, you, you, did you bring the Komi? Komi means Kenke. Did you bring the this? You? All kinds of things in the church. Business. So they, they are not coming to church for the love of God, but they are coming to church for something else. And that happens to all of us. Maybe you are here, you are coming to church because you believe one day, one day, you will get something. <laughs> hallelujah one day one day you will get something amen but may we endure hallelujah may, I say, may we endure the sorrow hallelujah may we continue to endure whatever affliction or whatever comes our way because sometimes God actually allows it a lot of the time God allows these things to happen to us Reverend was preaching recently and he was saying that God has you on his blueprint. He knows that at this stage in your life, you will lose a job, you will lose your child. Look, one pastor in Ghana many years ago, Reverend Eastwood, lost all his children one day. Yes, one day. A man of God. Isn't that enough for him to resign from the things of God? I mean many of us would have resigned. Your children. That his peers' children are now taking over their churches. And he has no none of them around. They all died one day in a car accident. <laughs> Two of them. Do you understand what I'm saying? But even to lose one is not easy. <laughs> let alone to lose two. Hallelujah. Can you remain faithful unto the end and neglect the things that people even say? Sometimes that alone will even put put you off. That alone that you can't even have encouraging words from Christian people to encourage you to help you carry on to the next stage. That is the time people will desert you. That is the time people will, will neglect you when you can't pay the, the, the check after dinner. That is when they will re- reject you. Hallelujah. I believe that we are going to be encouraged. Amen. In the little that we do to serve the Lord that no matter what we go through, no matter what affliction comes our way, hallelujah, though he slays us, yet will, have you realized that even though you are going through that hardship, you are still moving on. There is always food on your table. There is always clothes on your back. You are always smiling. Though you might not have it all, but God has a way of sustaining you throughout. Hallelujah. I see you making it to the end. Hallelujah. I see you not failing in life. Hallelujah. I pray that everything that is lacking in your life today, you shall have it in due season. Hallelujah. Though weeping may endure for a night. The Bible says that joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. I think my time is up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. Amen. God has given us his word to encourage us because there are people in life in those days that went through the same thing we are going through today, and the word of God is there to encourage us, to strengthen us, to help us to search forward, hallelujah, to forge ahead, hallelujah, to do more for the Lord, to do more for the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible said, I will lift up my eyes on today. It was from whence coming my help our help will surely come from the Lord. Father, we want to give you all the glory and we want to give you all the praise to be pleasing you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor this morning. If you are here and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you are here and you're almost giving up, you are burned out, you are worn out, you are almost throwing in a towel, I want you to look up unto heaven. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Who oh, that was set before him? The Bible says that he endured the cross, despising the shame. That you will also endure unto the end. That God will lift you up. If you are here and you do not know Jesus. If you are here and you are even weak. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are burdened. You don't even know what to do from this time forth. I want you to come and we pray together. Hallelujah. If you do not know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I pray that you will find him. Because there is hope, there is joy, there is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Shall we rise to our feet? we thank you for the assurance we have in you we thank you we know that even though the world will come crumbling on us there is hope 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 for us we pray that Lord you will give us the courage and the strength to make it to the end though the tunnel is dark Lord We know that there is light after the tunnel. Help us to journey through that dark place, that slippery road, Lord. Help us, Lord. Encourage us, Lord, to always overcome the temptations of the enemy that comes our way. When we go through the hardships, when we go through the the, 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 the problems in life, help us to know that after each all, after each all, after each all, there is a blessing awaiting us. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Please take your seats.
0: We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www dot l c i manhattan dot com